Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hey everyone, welcome to Kwentuong Filipina. Book Club! Book Club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hindi na natin nababago yung intro. But just to introduce the Book Club, we're a podcast and a community that aims to share and celebrate the powerful stories of women. I am Cleo Loca, the founder of Hiraya Pilipina and one of your hosts here at Kwentuang Pilipina. I am Aliana Patrimonio, the managing editor of Kwentuang Pilipina. And hi, I'm Andrea. I'm the Bisita of Kwentuang Pilipina, I guess. <laughs> I- I'm girl boss in Yodan TikTok. Yes! The so, real OG book talker. Awesome. So, Aliana, can you please do the honor of introducing kung ano yung book na napili natin for today's episode? Ayan. So, yung book natin ay introduce si Andrea. Pinasa <laughs> ko. Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> Guys, hindi po sumasunod sa Outback. <laughs> hindi nakikinig. Ayan. <laughs> So our book is Convenience Store Woman and it's about a 36-year-old social misfit now according to the synopsis on Google. 18 years na siyang nagtatrabaho sa isang convenience store and yung mga tao sa paligid niya like her family and her co-workers parang medyo naguguluhan sila bakit sobrang tagal niya na dun sa convenience store. Ayaw niyang mag-move on to another job kanyan or hindi pa siya nag-aasawa and then syempre like yun yung ina-expect nila sa kanya. Pero si Keiko, yung bida Masaya na siya in her job in the convenience store. She felt na she was reborn when she was there. And ayun, essentially, the book discussed her life in the convenience store bilang isang convenience store woman. I love it. Actually, when I first saw the title, I was intrigued. And also, yung vibe niya, yung parang graphics niya na very chill. And it seemed like a short read, obviously. Mm-hmm. Pag nakitong siya sa store, ang nipis lang niya and whatnot. And I've actually been always fond of books by Japanese authors or Japanese culture. Parang ikigai, ganon. So I had high hopes for this book. Yun yung parang first impression ko sa kanya. And for me naman, kasi just a little background, I read this book last January 21, same day Now we're recording this. Ooh. 21 yeah, but January 21, 2022, so six months ago, exactly six months ago when I first read this book, and I picked it up because first, it's a translated fiction, and I love translated fictions. I guess one of the reasons and kumpat ko siya pinick up is I am really drawn to novels with characters na may kakaibang bosses. Kasi kakaiba siya, like convenience store woman. She's not the kind of character na you will, I guess, normally hear from. But, yeah. but today, I am intrigued to know more about her story as a convenience store woman. It's very intriguing, actually. How about you guys? Why did we choose this bat to be our next book here in our book club? Like, I guess, relating to what you said, parang kwentuhang Pilipina, we call our boss besties, boss besties, and we pride in featuring CEOs, diba? But also, like, are those really the great stories about Filipinas or women in general, diba? Like, the whole girl boss thing, more than that, there's more amazing stories or cuentos about women na not necessarily as in thriving na parang super successful, but there's something to learn from them from their own intriguing short stories such as convenience store women, diba? Yeah. How about you, Andrea? Yeah, actually, meron akong super short chika. 
I'm gonna try to keep it short. But last <laughs> March, I think it was for International Women's Day, I got invited to do a super quick talk lang on parang a marketing company, ganyan. Tapos nagulat ako na, kasi I was expecting na they would want me to talk about parang girl boss things, ganyan. Tapos yung girl boss, kasi sa TikTok username ko, parang joke lang siya, ganyan. Kasi hindi talaga ako girl boss type. <laughs> Tapos, inisap ko na hala, baka hindi nila alam the kind of videos I do. Baka nakita lang nila na parang I talk a lot about books written by women. Tapos, inassume nila na, okay, this is a feminist. Let's just invite her to the talk. Pero nagulat ako na when I was being briefed, binring up nila yung video ko about being the solution with being a girl boss or like wanting to stay in a job na hindi super powerful or like being content mm-hmm. with doing parang tulad ng ginagawa ko ngayon na hindi ko naman inaasam maging corporate overlord of the world. Parang, I'm just happy being... Right. right. So, ganun. Tapos, nagulat ako na that's what they wanted me to talk about. Tapos, they said na that's something na they relate to a lot as, uh, as well as the other women in their company na marami kasi sa kanila yung working moms, ganyan. Tapos, nape-pressure daw sila by, I guess, social expectations. Yung success mo kapag babae ka, kailangan sobrang sweeping. Kailangan sobrang life-changing, world-altering na right. okay naman na yung buhay ko ngayon na napapa-aral ko yung mga anak ko, mga ganyan. Tapos yun yung topic ko nga, tapos nagulat lang ako. And hindi ko nasagot yung tanong, pero ayun, yun may <laughs> And naalala ko lang siya because of one of the reasons why we chose this book, Dennis, because of what Aliana said. Yeah, but di ba na-mention mo yung social expectations? Parang one of the main themes of this book was like Keiko was an outcast, di ba? Mm-hmm. Na parang siya mismo feeling niya outsider daw siya. And kayo ba, what are your thoughts on how they depicted these themes? Like, is this something you personally relate to na parang hindi ka nagigets ng iba or iba yung paningin mo sa mga bagay-bagay. Go, Cleo. Oh my gosh, ako ba? Wala ako maisip. Um, hello? Uyo, baka maging sobra vulnerable. <laughs> But yes, yes, definitely. I definitely felt that way already because yung values na meron ako, it's modern, modernized. Kumbaga, it's not conservative, mm-hmm. to say the least. It's not conservative. And I'm from a very conservative family. And so, I feel like I'm an outcast because hindi ko napapantayan yung expectations nila sa akin. However, I think it doesn't mean that you cannot conform to these societal expectations is mali ka na eh. Pinaparamdam nila sa'yo na mali ka, pero hindi ibig sabihin nun, eh, mali ang ginagawa mo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Cleo just had an IG story today saying na don't parang project what you believe in in other people's lives. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah! Yes! Ikaw ba, Andrea? What do you think? Throw mo dumping at 10pm. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for it. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, I think same with Cleo na parang Siyempre, we're surrounded with conservative values, especially to my fellow Catholic school alumni. Sobrang, it takes really a lot of time to unlearn what you've been conditioned to learn all your life. Kasi hindi lang naman siya formally tinuro sa'yo by way of classes. Na, tinuturo din siya sa'yo by way of culture. Na parang, okay, the people around you, this is what they think. Tapos when you don't conform to that, sobrang parang na-ostracize ka in a way. Tapos, when you're a young person, it can be very affecting kapag nararamdaman mo na hindi ka belong. Kasi syempre, like, nandun tayo sa age group na belonging necessarily such a big deal. Yes. And kapag hindi mo na-achieve yun, parang feeling mo like, guguho na ang mundo. Ayoko na. Parang ganun. <laughs> Tapos, I'm really glad na parang I'm at an age na hindi na ako ganun. Pero sobrang fresh pa sa utak ko yung... Parang, alam mo yon parang ang hirap niya kasi talagang irreconcile. Tsaka ang hirap tanggapin sa sarili mo na naiiba ka. Kahit na in hindsight, ma-realize mo na, oh, it's not such a big deal. Pero when you're in that moment. Kasi, ewan ko, I'm just like not... Wait, nag-iisip ako ng way na hindi siya magsasound very trauma-dumpy. Pero hindi kasi ako very... <laughs> <laughs> like, I was a very weird kid nung high school. Na kung ano ko ngayon, ganun na din ako dati. Tapos parang medyo nakakaano na tayo. Anong pinagsasabi na itong high school girl na to? Ganyan. Mm-hmm. Tapos, it can be hard when you go to 
a small school lang na parang uh, 30 lang kayo tapos simula elementary kayo na and I didn't really feel like I had a place in that kind of small environment and I remember nung lumipat ako ng school na mas malaki doon na nagsimula ang aking coming of age story of like oh, I'm finding myself yung mga ganun kasi it really is such a big deal to you as a young person kapag you don't feel like you have a place ganyan and syempre like si Keiko in the story yung feeling niya of being an outcast and feeling the solution to the social expectations is as some reviewers have mentioned when they reviewed the book parang based on how Keiko behaved, she's on the autism spectrum daw, maybe she's neurodivergent. So, hindi naman siya canon or hindi siya explicitly sinabi sa libro. And we're talking about this kind of not in that context kasi parang this feeling of being an outcast can happen in different ways, I guess. And mm-hmm. ayun, it's a very common feeling and I guess kaya din nag-resonate sa sobrang daming tao itong librong to kasi the feeling na you're disappointing others by not being what they expect you to be is kind of universal then, in a way. How about yeah. you, Alia? Yeah, and I find it weird, in a sense, na pag nagbasa ka about this book, some people find it quirky and funny, which is true, right? It is. But also, others suggest na it's sad and low-key depressing. <laughs> <laughs> na parang ang lonely, in a sense. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, happy si Keiko with where she really is sort of, and we'll talk about that later. But I guess I did also feel like an outcast. But to a certain point, I just confirmed. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> like, I just confirmed. Because I didn't want to feel like, oh, she's too much, or alam mo yan, like the whole pagbabae ka mayabang tignan, or maldita. But if it's a guy who does it, he's just like, oh wow, ang galing niya. So at some point, I was just like, I'll tone myself down. That's it. And then like now, with the whole modern age, everybody's slowly becoming more accepting, sort of, pansin ba? <laughs> of different people with different beliefs. And parang now it's cool to be geeky about something or to be a nerd about something. Parang ganun. And ayun, I guess sort of, ayun nga, diba? at some point you want to belong and then you grow up and <laughs> you realize it doesn't matter that much. And ayun, siguro relating to Keiko, like she didn't really feel like she was conforming, but she was happy about being a normal, quote-unquote, a normal cog in society. In our terms today, corporate slave. <laughs> so, what do you think about that? How do you feel? Kasi, di ba, parang tayo, we look down on being a cog in this capitalistic machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, this is gonna sound super nerdy, pero I, in one of my sociology classes, we talked a bit about deviance or yung hindi pag-conform sa kung anong tinuro ng society or like kung anong ina-expect natin in society. And there are two... Ah, this is gonna sound so nerdy, wait lang. Ito lang kasing naiisip ko right now. Pero uh, there are cultural goals na sineset for us na nakakondition tayo to aspire for. So, an example of this is a college degree or getting married or house and lot, ganyan, sariling sasakyan. And then we have institutionalized means to acquiring these goals. So, going to school, getting a high-paying job, marrying the love of your life, mga ganon. Mm-hmm. And you can either reject or accept these goals or pwede mo siyang i-procure in ways na hindi socially acceptable. So, example to acquire a goal like brand new car, an institutionalized means, or like a normal way of getting that is by working for it. Pero the deviant way of getting that is magnakaw ka sa bangko, something like that. So yung kay Keiko kasi, parang ang naging cultural goal niya is to just conform to what society is and do it in a way na normal. So yung existence niya or like yung appearance niya as a normal member of society, yun na yung naging goal niya. So the mere fact na kapag nagtatrabaho siya sa convenience store, mukha siyang normal person lang na, oh, I'm just working in a convenience store. I'm earning my money and then uuwi na ako. Parang yun na yung buhay niya. That's such a big achievement already for her. Kasi otherwise, parang deviant siya or hindi siya sumusunod. Kasi when she... By the end of the book, nung nag-resign siya, yung buhay niya ay natutulog lang daw siya and then gigising siya para kumain tapos matutulog lang siya ulit. That's kind of a deviant 
when we look at it from the lens of society or like sa mata ng lipunan, hindi siya socially acceptable. Like tatawagin ka tamad or something like that. So, yung existence niya sa convenience store is already an accomplishment for her. Kaya, I really like what the book said about in the, in the moment daw na she got hired and she started working in the convenience store, she felt that she was a normal cog nga and that she had been reborn. Kasi she managed to achieve na what society wanted for her and hindi na siya ipipester ng mga tao sa paligid niya. It's about damn time to spill the beans on our latest product. From our teas and totes, making sure your fit checks are covered, Hirayang Pilipina is now ready to cover more in all shades and sizes. Your new everyday essential is finally here, presenting Hiraya Pilipinas' very own nipple pasties for all genders. They come in three sizes for cups A to D, five shades that match Filipino skin tones, plus they're reusable and washable up to 20 times. I know, right? And boss besties, they're waterproof, sweatproof, and even suitable for swimming and sports. This is the support and coverage your cherries will ever need. Starting at 299 pesos, you can have more options for you to be you. Time to treat them boobs, besties! <laughs> Nabudol ka na ba? Check out Hiraya Pilipina on Instagram, Shopee, and Lazada to learn more. I guess, personally, that's something that I kind of relate to then to some extent because I remember being in high school and being like this super bida-bida person of like, kailangan by 25, may bahay na ako, something like that. Or like, mataas <laughs> ang pangarap kasi that's really what you're taught to aim for. Especially right. when you're a young girl tas you're surrounded by like all these feminist icons of like, oh, 30 years old pa lang ako, nakagawa na ako ng company ko, I'm a billionaire. While being a full-time mom, parang ganyan. Sobrang ganun yung iniisip na if hindi ganun yung achievement mo bilang babae, ano pa, parang ganun na, Hindi siya nagkakaroon. <laughs> Hindi siya ganun ka-life-changing. And then, ngayon ko lang na-realize nung pag-graduate na ako ng college na, oh, actually, the life that I want is like, walang, Starbucks lang ako today. And just <laughs> yeah. like, having the freedom to do that. If gusto ko, gagawin ko. Parang ganun lang. And I think it's a testament na din to the times na mahirap na talaga ang buhay ngayon. Ang pangarap lang natin ay magka-apartment <laughs> na may mga plants. Pero, okay lang naman pala na kung yun lang ang gusto mo. Like, kung yun yung nagpapasaya sa'yo, why not, diba? Tapos, right now kasi, I have a day job na medyo menial siya. Hindi siya yung parang nung nag-start ako magsulat nung first year college. Whenever people would ask me about my job, I would be like, oh my God, let me tell you, I am a writer. I'm changing the world. Tapos ngayon, if you ask me about my job, is parang, oh, you know, I I work in marketing. Parang napaka, ano lang, normal, normie job. Pero it's, it's what it's the job that enables me to live the life that I want. Na if gusto kong pumunta ngayon sa fully book at bumili ng tatlong libro, kaya ko siyang gawin because of the job that I have na medyo... Love it! <laughs> parang, okay, bakit pa tayo magkaka-dream job? Pwede namang dream life na. Parang ganun. So, parang may mga portions of Gen Z na rin who's kind of unlearning this hustle, grinding culture na right now we just really want to vibe and do what we want. <laughs> and yeah, pero syempre, there's still kind of the pressure or the feeling of smallness when I say this to other people. Kasi I know sa sarili ko na masaya na ako sa ganito. Pero halimbawa, sasabihin ng mom ko na, oh, kailan ka mag-resign to go to grad school or med school, ganyan. Or may kita ko yung blockmate ko na nag-work sa big company na global, ganyan. And kahit na alam ko naman sa sarili ko na I'm already okay with the kind of setup that I have right now, especially at this age, syempre there's still like, ayun nga, the social expectations of uh, you should be doing so much more. And I guess this is something Keiko felt in the book as well, especially in her age that she was in her mid-30s and it was normal for women in their mid-30s to find a husband na ganyan. Mm-hmm. So, the people around her, like she has a sister in the book, yung friends niya, yung mga kasama niya sa convenience store, and then she eventually meets someone from the convenience store nga. They felt, Keiko felt in a way na they were still parang 
looking for something more from her na hindi enough na nakahanap siya ng work that she thrives in. She has to conform so much more. Ganyan. So what do you guys think about that aspect of the book? Yeah, there was this specific um, scene na parang nag-meet up sila ng, I, I think, college friends or high school friends. And parang may asawa na yun both, ganyan, mm. may anak na. And they, they discuss na parang, oh, next time, dapat mag-meet up tayo ng kasama yung asawa or anak natin, ganyan. And then of course, napunta yung tanong kay Keiko na parang, siya ba, kailan siya mag-aasawa, ganyan. And sinabi ni Keiko na never pa siya nagka-relationship. Tapos parang naisip niya na, ay, shocks, dapat pala parang sinabi ko na lang na, nagkaroon na or general na lang yung sagot ko kasi yun yung tinuro sa akin na sister ko okay. kasi if not they're gonna ask me questions which of course they did nga na bakit parang bakit ganon bakit ganyan and I feel like they wanted to see her in a way na they saw themselves also diba kasi parang mm-hmm. if yun yung normal for you then it should be the norm for other people as well mm-hmm. na diba parang we don't get it when someone is happy with a life you won't be happy about. Parang ganun. And I think, to some extent, that's true. But also, di ba yun yung human nature natin? <laughs> Na parang, we hate things we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, bakit niya kaya pinapanawalaan yun? Like, I would never understand <laughs> bakit ganyan yung gusto niya. <laughs> bakit siya ganun? Mm-hmm. Di ba? Pero, It goes both ways, like, at least for me. And I think one of the people na nakalapit sa kanya, Loki, or nagamit niya to conform even more, or parang para tigilan siya tanongin kung may boyfriend na ba siya, is Shiraha, the pet slash roommate. And the book drew some similarities within them, di ba? So... Both daw sila outsiders, ganyan. Do you guys think they're similar? Or? I think they're similar in the way na they describe themselves as foreign objects. Kasi yung phrase na yun, pareho nilang binanggit in separate occasions. And I thought that was interesting lang. Kasi yung, yung pagiging foreign objects nila are in different ways. Like si Keiko, syempre, because parang hindi siya nakaka or hindi innate sa kanya yung pag-intindi ng social cues, and she would have to ask for help sa sister niya na, oh, ano sasabihin ko dapat in this kind of situation kapag may nagtanong sa akin, ganyan. And then si Shiraha naman, or yung naging pet slash roommate niya, iniisip niya na foreign object siya kasi he sees society as dysfunctional, and parang yung pagiging outsider niya kasi wala pa nga siyang asawa, ganyan, or nasa dead-end job siya at his age, tapos nilolook daw niya ng mga tao, especially kasi he's a man, he should be the provider, ganyan. Tapos bakit ba siya ganito, natatamad-tamad sa trabaho, parang ganyan. And he felt kind of disillusioned with society, na iniisip niya na kasi ganito yung pagkagawa sa society, ganyan-ganyan. So, ang interesting doon for me is si Keiko, nung na-realize niya na outcast siya, nag-adjust siya sa sarili niya na parang okay, I have to perform yeah. as a normal person. And then, yung guy, si Shiraha, nung na-realize niya na outcast siya, sinisi niya yung society of like, mm-hmm. oh, actually, because of the way it's built, ganyan. Medyo incel vibes nga siya na yung women kasi ngayon, ganyan-ganyan, masyado na silang powerful. Paano na ako makahanap ng asawa? <laughs> Mga ganun. Na parang wala siyang kasalanan ever in his life. Yeah, so they're the same in a sense that they see themselves as outcasts, but they're different in the way they responded to it. And Sishiraha is very, parang embodiment of the kind of male entitlement that we kind of see still. Yes. Oh my God. Na parang they feel like the world owes them something just because they've been socialized to think na they can get anything they want. And when, nung nabasa ko nga siya, medyo ano, yung mga naalala kong mga tao. <laughs> Hello po sa kanila. Sana masaya kayo. Ko. And <laughs> we're the name drop. Hindi naman nila ito papakinggan. Nagkalat. Diyos ko. And since we're mentioning 
Shiraha nga, uh, the, the part of the book na naging parang major character na siya. Yung part na medyo in the latter half na, nung nag-resign na si Keiko, ganyan, nagkaharap na siya ng bagong work. Tapos dun siya nag-mention na kaya lang daw siya natutulog ng maaga or kumakain for the sake of the store. May sinabi siyang line na, I had to keep my body in good shape for the sake of the store. Parang ganyan. And then nung nag-resign siya, biglang hindi niya alam kagawin sa buhay niya. Natutulog na lang siya, ganyan. So what do you guys think about this? Like what this says about our current relationship with work? Oh my gosh, I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> First, let's discuss Shiraha. Like, I want to share my thoughts about Shiraha. Kasi sa panahon ngayon, yung akala lang natin na pagiging entitled is that I am entitled to good things because ginawa ko to, because nagpursigi ako, naging successful ako, kaya I'm entitled to happiness and joy. But the different kind of entitlement na I think ginagawa ni Shiraha and I think ginagawa rin ng marami sa atin is that we feel entitled to something just because we're in a worse situation than others. Yes, oh my God. Diba? Okay, <laughs> diba? And sobrang na-call out ako dun. Sobrang na-call out din. <laughs> na-call Same, out. kaya na pa-react ako. Cleo, diba? don't na drop parang... bars at 11. <laughs> na parang, ay, ang lugmok ko ngayon, ang lungkot ko ngayon na. Alam mo yun, I feel like the world owes me happiness tomorrow. Or the world owes me a good love life. Kasi hindi ako nag-succeed ay. sa other aspects. <laughs> sa other aspects. Oh my God. Aspect. <laughs> Wait, hindi. Or example lang yun. Grabe. Ay, ay, nakakagulat. Ay, Medyo na ano, nagulat ka with that. Okay. <laughs> example lang yun. <laughs> So, may ganong klase ng entitlement. And I just think that it's worth mentioning na dapat maging self-aware tayo if we're entitled to something already just because we think we're in a worse situation than others. The second thing that I want to mention is, guys, like I want to emphasize na our main character is a woman and may double standard sa pagiging babae. Kasi hindi sapat na may successful ka lang na business. Hindi sapat na magaling ka lang na asawa. Kailangan nagagampanan mo lahat ng roles na yun at the same time in order for people to look up at you or in order to feel that you're actually successful. May ganong double standard. Do you guys feel that? Do you guys yeah. agree? Would you guys agree to that? Na parang if ako, nagtatrabaho ako and my husband, assuming I do have one. <laughs> <My> husband, <laughs> assuming I do get one. <laughs> so, if ako nagtatrabaho and my husband's also working, like my husband would just go to work and amazing father na siya. Pero pag nagtatrabaho ako, pero hindi ko nalinis yung bahay. Hindi ako nakapagluto ng masarap ha. Dapat masarap <laughs> na pagkain. <laughs> hindi ko na-check yung mga anak ko kung meron man. I'm automatically a bad wife. Mm-hmm. Like the word wife means doing everything. Yeah. And the husband would just have to work. And then, pag naging ganun pa, it would look like, ay, gold digger yan. Umaasa yan sa, ano, sa asawa niya. <laughs> Kasi siya yung nag-finance, di ba? So, yeah, definitely double standard. Go, Cleo. So, moving forward to what this says about our current relationship with work or labor. Because, ay, nasabi nga ni Keiko, just to reiterate na, I had to keep my body in good shape for the sake of the store. Oh my gosh! I feel called <laughs> out again! <laughs> As a workaholic, I feel like I have to be in good condition as well for my businesses. I feel that way as well. I personally feel that way. And although kasi magkaiba naman yung situation namin ni Keiko, because iba rin naman yung ikaw yung, I guess, may ari ng business sa nagtatrabaho ka sa isang kumpanya, di ba? Mm-hmm. But I think what this says about current relationship with work is that sometimes we forget to actually see the other important aspects of life because we're too focused with our relationship with work. Because kapag nag-fail tayo sa trabaho natin, feeling natin, nag-fail na rin tayo in other aspects of life. Siya yung primary basis kung nagsasucceed na ba tayo or hindi. Yun yung parang nakikita ko, hindi lang sa, hindi lang sa sarili ko, pero I think sa relationship din natin with work, charot, baka medyo na-generalize ko. Baka sa akin lang talaga. Yeah, yeah. And most of the time. Most of the time. 
what's your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, for me, nung, sin- nung narin- narinig ko, usap ko si Keiko, nung nabasa ko yung <laughs> sinabi niya na yun, na parang her body is connected to the work she does for the star. Naalala ko yung, hindi ko alam kung nakikita niya yung trend sa TikTok na 5 to 9. Na, kasi di ba may 9 to yeah, 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, may mga girlies na 5 to 9. So, ano ginagawa nila after work? So, like 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. or before work, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. Tapos, nakikita natin doon na, oh, they're cooking, ganyan, naglilinis sila, nagpapasa sila ng libro. And in a way, parang ang yun yung downtime nila dapat, yun yung resting period. Pero, ino-optimize pa rin nila na, okay, kailangan, 5 to 6 a.m., shower, makeup, ganyan, cook breakfast. Tapos, ano, upskill, learn new skills, read more books, ganyan, na parang ito yung time na dapat nagpapahinga ka. Bakit ginagawa pa rin natin siyang parang trabaho? Mm-hmm. And then, I remember nung, I think nung nagsimula yung pandemic, I was, parang nagsat ako ng goal na, okay, kailangan maka-50 books ako, ganyan. Kasi nagsisimula pa na ulit ako magbasa. And then na-realize ko na, okay, nagiging trabaho na siya, hindi siya masaya. Na parang, alam mo yun, na hindi ko mapigilan yung sarili kong hindi magtrabaho in a way. And then yung pagbabasa na hobby ko nung early 2021, nung nagsimula akong gumawa ng TikTok videos, naging parang medyo work na rin siya. Kasi I was creating content, ganyan, na hindi naman ako kumikita from it. Pero alam mo yun, may... Isusulat ko siya sa to-do list ko na, okay, kailangan matapos ko to para makagawa ako ng video for that, ganyan. And then ngayon ko palang, parang kinakapa ulit yung sarili ko na, okay, am I reading this kasi gusto ko and because I see it as like enriching for myself or kasi gusto kong gawa ng video or something like that. And oh. alam mo yun, there's always this impulse na how can I monetize this hobby or how can I improve myself so I can work better. Mm-hmm. Especially during my workaholic era, nung time na nagsasabay-sabay ako ng internships. During my days off or resting periods, nag-aaral ako ng, parang gumagawa ako ng productivity workflow. Or like, nag-aaral ako ng online course. Tinitrain ko yung sarili ko to work better para when the time comes na mag-work na ulit ako, I am gonna do it faster so I can do more work. Parang ano ba ito tayo? Parang tayong ibang ginawa kundi magtrabaho na lang. Iba't ibang, <laughs> iba't ibang ways lang siya, iba't ibang versions lang. Pero I felt like yun lang yung ginagawa ng katawan ko. And then kapag sinasabihan ako ng friends ko na, oh actually I know you're busy so it's okay if hindi ka makakasama. I would feel so guilty na parang, oh, yun yeah. lang tingin niyo sa akin na wala ako. Oh my God. Oh, like, I'm so sorry. Ganyan. Sa so, simula nun, sabi ko, okay, ayoko na. <laughs> Itigil na <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How about you, Alian? I think Cleo is low-key a witness to this. <laughs> Pero I had the same type of era na parang ang lala talaga. Like, I would wake up at 4 a.m. And then I'd probably sleep mga 1 a.m. <laughs> Seryoso, like, I won't mention na kung saan, but I had to play a very active role in something. Ayoko na mag-mention kung saan. Mention. Wala nang daway. I-type na lang sa chat. Message ka kayo after. Okay, so I had to play a very active role in something for a long time. And that means like, nandun ako sa certain place na yun at 4am or nandun ako sa certain place na yun at 11pm. And it wasn't like my main focus, ha, aside pa siya sa studies ko. Mm-hmm. And during that time, parang as in sobrang busy ko to the point na, ayun nga, yung when it comes to friends, parang 
sasabihan pa rin nila ako na alis, ganyan. But they know automatically na may meeting ako, ganyan, or what not. And so, nung nangyari yung pandemic, after being so busy for a very long time, I felt the same, na I had to keep my body in good shape. Like, kahit wala akong tulog nun at all, I was always like, full energy. Pero nung pandemic, I wasn't doing anything. But I lost direction. Like she said, she lost direction when she designed. Na parang, oh my God, wala na ba akong ano, something to live for. Like, there's nothing that would push me to wake up. Na parang dati kasi, if hindi ako gumising, anong mangyayari dito? If hindi ako magigising, anong gagawin nila? Or something like that. So, I thought, at first, na, oh, I needed that. I needed that quote-unquote job. I needed that role. Kaya, what I did was, I tried to find a different version of that. Parang siya na, she tried to find a different convenience store. But then, na-realize ko na, there's a reason why, na nung nawala siya, it was like, I wasn't happy about it. Hindi dahil namimiss ko siya or something. The reason is, I was trying to attach myself to whatever that role is. I was trying to be so workaholic kasi I don't want to face certain things in my life. <laughs> diba? Like, you just want to be a normal cog in society. Para wala na masabi sa'yo. Para you confirm na eh, that's it. You're doing what you need to do already. Wala nang sasabihin sa'yo at all. And like, as an, as the eldest daughter in an Asian household, <laughs> this is the role. <laughs> So, ayun, it took years. A year probably before I realized na, oh, the body keeps score. Like, I wasn't sad or I wasn't miserable because I lost it. I was miserable because I was doing something that was so bad for me for a very long time. And now that I can rest, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Kasi sobrang tagal kong kinip inside me yung difficult words, words, <laughs> difficult words, experiences na nakuha ko from that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, diba, sa ending, ayun nga, the store seemed to come to life down. I could hear the store's voice telling me what I wanted. Eventually, Keiko, um, kahit nag siya, she transferred to a different convenience store, mm-hmm. which has um different reactions from people. Kayo ba? What do you think? I have thoughts on this because I heard this advice, I think this year lang, relating to what you mentioned, Alyan, about attaching how you view yourself or attaching mm-hmm. your self-worth to your work or labor or job or any of those things, diba? And so, for example, kapag inattach mo yung worth mo sa pagiging what, CEO ng isang kumpanya, Kapag nawala yung kumpanya na yon, you'll feel worthless. Kasi inattach mo na yung sarili mo doon eh, sa job na yon, sa kumpanya na yon. However, one advice and na, narinig ko, and I think this is life-changing. This has shifted my mindset. Instead of attaching your worth to that job or to that work, mm-hmm. you attach it to something that is more intangible. So, instead of attaching yourself to a company, you attach yourself to a value. For example, I am hardworking or I am a leader. I am a leader. Ayun. So, kahit nawala yung kumpanya na yon or kahit nawala yung convenience store ni if you know that you are a leader, you are attached to a greater purpose, mas madali siyang, kumbaga hindi nagiging malaking at stake sa buhay mo kapag nawala ang isang bagay na alam naman natin can be fleeting actually. Just like a job. A job can be fleeting, right? So if you attach yourself to a purpose or to being a leader or to being hardworking, it's much easier to say na, okay, my time here in this company is done. My time in this convenience store, as Keiko has hopefully <laughs> mentioned, is done, then I can proceed to another one with this purpose that I have. Yeah, and I feel like hindi lang siya necessarily job or hindi lang siya necessarily the whole girl boss thing. Sometimes, you know, yung parang naging discussion sa TikTok, sometimes, like 2020, na parang some people are good workers but aren't good friends. Or some people are good daughters but aren't good ganto. Parang who are you outside a certain role na as in pinaprioritize mo sa buhay mo? 
Yeah. Like, for example, you really value being the breadwinner. Example lang. So, like, if something happens, knock on wood, to your family, for example, at nawala sila. For example, you're just supporting your mother. Na parang dun mo lang inikot yung buhay mo. There's nothing left for you. Parang pag nawala siya. So, it's not necessarily about work then. Right. It can be a person, a place, a situation in your life that you hopelessly cling on to. So, yeah. How about like, you, Andrea? I'm sorry. Okay, go. <laughs> no, yeah, I just want to add na because, you know, humans are multidimensional. Yes. Ah, big word. Yeah. Multidimensional. Yeah. 3D, 4D. <laughs> How about you, Andrea? Yeah, definitely agree na parang we have this tendency to fixate on the roles na ina-assign sa atin. And I guess in the context of capitalism, ganyan, na-internalize natin siya na tinatahi natin yung self-worth natin sa kung anong maambag natin sa lipunan, ganyan. And yung pagbalik ni Keiko sa isa pang convenience store, that can be interpreted in so many ways. Like, I saw a review somewhere, mm-hmm. I mean, New Yorker, na parang the story nga daw comes alive and it becomes like a love story between the two of them, like in the gothic novels before. Pero you can also see it in a way na inevitable kasi we still are like a capitalist society. So parang you really have you're really left with no choice but to work if you want to survive like it really is necessary and ayun nga circling back to what you guys mentioned na parang you're a good worker but you're not a good friend ganyan and it reminded me of something na nangyari kanina kanina lang fresh from the events of my life I love it <laughs> parang kanina kasi I was writing this article tapos hindi ko siya natapos tapos kailangan na namin umuwi tapos kumakain kami ng dinner ng friend ko tapos sabi ko sa kanya hindi ko pa naman tapos yung article pero I have this sense of accomplishment already for today parang hindi ko deserve na feeling ko like oh my gosh sense of accomplishment kasi hindi ko pa tapos yung output and then nung pauwi na ako tsaka ko lang na-realize no na oh actually like i guess i felt accomplished kasi natapos naman yung errands niya like uh, nagpunta kami ng nagpunta kami ng iba't ibang places nagpunta kami ng ospital bumili kami ng meds kanya mas ang dami namin ginawa tapos natapos niya yung sa kanya and then parang i felt accomplished just sa pagsama ko sa kanya ganyan and it reminded me na oh parang na-realize ko na ay tao pa pala ako ganyan may empathy pa pala ako <laughs> natitira sa akin na parang natuwa na ako sa kanya and from that parang okay na ako I felt na today was good I did good things today parang alam mo yun na Aww. siguro if this happened a few years ago ma-frustrate ma- pa ako na ang haba-haba naman ng pila sa pinuntahan natin kanina ba't baka sisinamahan ba kita hindi ko tuloy natapos yung trabaho ko dati siguro yes. ganun yung response pero ngayon I felt really na okay makakatulog ako ng matiwasay knowing na he got what he needed today parang ganyan <laughs> and ayun I guess that was unexpected takeaway that I got from the book na exposed ulit sa akin how inevitable it is to tie your self-worth into kind of the productive labor that you do. So much so na na-overtake niya yung things that are so much more important like your relationships with other people and how you feel internally. Ganyan. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. And how about you guys? And yung takeaway nyo from the book? Quick side chica relating to Andrea. So <laughs> Sobrang I would have been frustrated sa ganong sitwasyon dati. To the point na pag iba yung reaction ko ngayon, people are so surprised. <laughs> like, there was this certain time I was with my friend and parang nalate siya ng sundo sa akin. Eh, pero diba, I was the one asking for a favor sa sunduin niya ako. And nalate siya. And then pagdating niya, sorry talaga siya ng sorry. Sabi ko, hindi, okay lang. Nagtitiktok lang ako. <laughs> <laughs> Tapos parang siya, sure ka ba? Tapos may message niya pa ako after na parang, uy, sure ka ba? Sorry talaga, ganun. Grabe! <laughs> <So, laughs> Kasi iniisip daw niya, marami pa akong ibang pwedeng nagawa. So baka it's inefficient for me. So, dun ko na-realize na grabe, sobrang 
sobrang naglalast sa tao yung mga ganong mm. moments. And I felt like my favorite takeaway na hindi naman explicitly sinabi sa book was to f- sometimes yung nakasanayan na natin in a capitalist society is very robotic. And it's far from what we're supposed to do as humans. So we end up depressed or anxious, not taking depressed lightly. But we're getting so sad. Kasi, di ba, as humans, before naman, our nature was just, wala naman tayong schedule for a day. Maglumabas ka kung ano yung weather based dun yung gagawin mo. And a lot of psychologists actually talk about this right now, especially nung nag-pandemic, na there are a lot of things na natural dopamine dapat for us. Like going out, um, talking to your friends, having a community that loves you. Diba, Andrea, you went out with your friend and you already felt accomplished. Yeah. Yung simple things na yun, na hindi naman necessarily productive, not necessarily would tick off a task in your checklist. But it's the ones that would actually make us happy. And parang sobrang simple lang niya pakinggan, but it's so hard for us to do. Mm-hmm. And my favorite takeaway is that You know, sometimes, it, regardless if Keiko made the right decision or not, sometimes it won't make sense to other people. But if it makes sense to you, that's your life, and you're gonna be the one responsible for whatever consequences na meron dyan. So, you stick to your convenience store if you want, you get out and find a new job. If you want, it's out to you, babe. <laughs> yes. Ganda. Ayoko na magdagdag. Okay na yun. Go clear. The end, guys. The end na. <laughs> like and subscribe. No, but our CEO definitely has something to share. Let's go, Cleo. <laughs> Actually, tinatry kong ilook back yung mga inannotate ko sa libro na to. Kasi medyo marami kong sinulat sa kanya. Relate na relate talaga. Hindi <laughs> ko talaga ako. So gusto ko siyang basahin sa inyo. So on page 130, sinulat ko na, Oh, the things a person would do to create an image or a likable image for the society. And it is so true na we would do a lot of things just to be likable for the society. We felt like we had to conform onto it. However, on the other side of the spectrum naman, or like from the perspective of the society, people only hear what they want to hear. That's also my annotation on page 132. Di ba? Magkasunod lang. <laughs> so, one of my favorite takeaways is, I guess, sometimes it is best to simply say what they want to hear. Charot! Uy, hindi tayo nag-conform sa society. But yeah, but it makes by, sense. Diba? What, what I meant by that is that minsan kailangan tumahimik ka na lang or kaya if you need to simply say what they want to hear just to protect your inner peace, just to protect what's most important and that is your peace nga, then you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Because... Honestly, kapag tinutukoy natin yung society, society as a whole, like, hindi naman siya isang tao lang eh. You can't pinpoint who that society is kasi yun yung kabuuan. <laughs> diba? And so, I guess one of my favorite takeaways is to just be like Keiko and do what makes you happy. If that's, you know, staying in a convenience store, then do that. Yeah, Cleo would stay in a convenience store na may pusa. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> I love cats, guys. So, just to end this very wholesome, I believe this is a wholesome conversation, ha? Huh? So compared, compared to our first yeah. episode. I feel like mas Definitely check the note if you're not wholesome. <laughs> True. So, just to end this episode, no. What are what is your rating sa librong to out of five? And can can you please expound it? Ayan. Siguro simula natin with Andrea. Oh no. Wait. Nakalimutan ko yung rating ko. Alalahan. I think I think it was three point five. Kasi mabilis lang siya. And I think meron akong 4D experience. Kasi binasa ko siya during very hectic moments the past few weeks. Na parang 200, less than 200 pages lang siya. it took me a long time because I was doing a lot of things. So nababasa ko lang yung libro tuwing naghihintay ako ng jeep or nasa pila ako, ganyan. Tuwing in the middle of the day, kumbaga. And then tuwing bubuksan ko siya ulit, nasa convenience store si Keiko, ganyan. So parang nakaka, ano siya, nakakahimasmas, nakachill lang, ganun. So I guess that really affected my reading experience. And I really like the book. It's siksik siya for such a short book. Marami kang pag-iisipan. Tulad nga ngayon na 
ang dami nating na-touch on na themes and ang dami nating napag-usapan and ang daming parts na nakarelate tayo considering na maikli lang siya at wala naman masyadong mangyayari. Wala naman masyadong mangyayari. As in, nandun lang siya sa convenience store. Tapos hindi siya boring given na yun lang naman yung premise. As in, nasa convenience store lang. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. So I gave it 3.5 which is medyo mataas na in girl boss and standards, I guess. Ay, wow. Guys, I feel Tinataasan ni Andre, binababaan ni Andre yung standards niya for our KP book club. <laughs> Kasi kumpara niya sa books na binabasa niya. But anyway, I think I'll give it like 3.8. Kasi number one, I'm not girl boss in red. <laughs> no, pero it was fun and short and I think it's a good read pa rin. Like, it's not something na, ay, huwag mo na yan basahin. Parang, pwede mo siya basahin. It's sort of light in a way na you can read it, ayun nga, while waiting or doing something. But it just didn't have that boom factor for me. Which I think, hindi niya naman goal yun. So that's fine. So like, a good 3.8 for me. How about you, Cleo? Hi! Baka sabihin niyo na naman ang baba ng standards ko. <laughs> 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 For me, it's a four over five. I actually really love this novel so much. I felt very connected to the other other author. To the author's way of writing. Yung purpose niya sa pagsulat nito na kailangan very chill lang. And yung characters, I, ayun nga, as I've mentioned sa first part ng episode na to, I love characters na may unique talaga na bosses. Kasi I love exploring their backstories, why they live that way. And I feel like nag-stand out sa akin yung bosses ni Keiko sa maraming mga libro rin na binabasa ko. The book is also funny, it's incredible, and it's actually also one of my favorite reads so far. So yeah, it's a solid 4.5 for me. And that's the end of the second episode of our book club. So kayo ba listeners, what stayed with you? What did you enjoy the most in this book? What is your favorite takeaway? Please do not forget to share the podcast to your Instagram stories and tag us at Quintuang Pilipina, at Nandria, at Aliana Patrimonio, and yours truly at Cleo Loque on what stayed with you or on your thoughts, on just your thoughts on this book. Please join us on our Facebook group Kwentuwang Pilipina Community at doon natin ituloy itong kwentuhan. Special thanks to our managing editor Aliana Patrimonio and of course our visitor in this book club, Andrea Panaligan or Girl Boss in Red. This has been Cleo Locke and I will be back. We will be back for more kwentuhan every Monday on major podcast platforms. So please don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook Kwentuwang Pilipina. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.